It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. Hello, Podfix Nation. We are Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. Jail Trose. I'm Laura. Hi. And what our show is normally about, we take a uh, pop culture situation or history and we insert ourselves into it. And then we teach you a little bit about that subject like we've done, I don't know, Adam Sandler. We've done Hamilton. Doctor Who. Yep, jump in anytime. Monday Night Football. Sesame Street. Gryffindor. And let me tell you, our Monday Night Football episode is 100% accurate. I do believe that's true, because dinosaurs did play football against cavemen. <laughs> we, um, fancy cavemen, right? Yes, fancy, fancy, fancy cavemen. They we wore like, tuxes like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, but I do. Also in our normal shows, we'll do some trivia. We will take a beer and rate it. Tell and you about that it. beer. Oh yeah, and drink it. Yes, of no. course. Well, most we of us it. do. Laura just lets it sit there. That's not true. If I like it, I drink it. Nine out of ten times, it just sits there. That's because he, we only get IPAs usually. Truth. All right. Well, you guys can fight on another show. Okay. The beer then fighting it show. Be a real show. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I'm trying to keep it to to the Keith uh, rules of 15 minutes. We tend to ramble, so this could be a full hour. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Here's a half hour of your life. You're never getting back. Not sorry. Another type of episode we do is we take a radio script from a long time ago, and then we uh, divide up the parts randomly, and we give each part a quirk. And you have to guess what the quirks are at the very end. So that's what we're going to do for this episode. This is a real radio script from 1964, and it's called The Creaking Door Show, Alive in the Grave. Date. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it this time. Super proud of you. I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about the world of ours in ever search of the finest of its kind. We bring you the tops and spine killers. Oh, I always forget to mention. We do all the sound effects. <laughs> always forget that part. The creaking door. Hey guys, uh, the manufacturers of State Express, three fives filter king cigarettes, take pleasure in presenting. Click below. Subscribe. The Creaking Door. Our ahoy there, mateys of the Creaking Door. This door be open, so come on in. Feeling the chill of these winter evenings out on deck? Wait until you're with us for a little. You'll freeze with fear. Hi, guys. Get three fives. Get the taste. Three fives by St. Express. Get the taste of international success. 
This taste that's uniquely three fives. Only when no expense is spared in it make in its making can a cigarette taste so light, so smooth, so satisfying. It's gonna want to make you click below and subscribe. Just click the little button right down at the bottom there. Um, three fives. Get the taste. The taste that's the. That State Express has created for you the taste that has made three fives the king-sized cigarette of international success. Get three fives. Get the taste. Click subscribe. Uh, the cemetery, uh, a cemetery caretaker and the ashen face, um, is trembling young man make an odd pair. Uh, as they they stand by an open an open grave? Oh, it's open. You sh you should probably move away from it. It's an open grave, and it's under the pale moon. And um, oh, there's a grave itself. Is a coffin. It's a coffin. That's the oh oh that lid's been pried open. We might need somebody to come check this on this thing. Is there's a corpse? It's a corpse of a there's a corpse of a middle-aged man in there. I might need another drink. When that caretaker warns... All right, I got you there. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Rivet, rivet, rivet. <laughs> I've heard about blokes like you, you know. Right about those grave robbers, yeah. Grave robbers, yeah. I never thought I'd come across one much like this frog that just keeps coming about playing in the background, you know, ribbit, ribbit, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I've said for the cops, young man, don't you try any rough stuff. I'm a match for you any day. Ooh, but you don't understand, brother. I tried to save his life, and now it's too late. Uh, no, no, don't give me that, all right? Yeah, you know. This fellow was given a decent Christian burial. Uh, you desecrated his. Desecrated, you said, brother? It isn't desecrated to bury a man while he's still alive. Uh, um... Well, what's he talking about? You know, you don't think people go around being buried all alive these days, do you? I don't want to make you. I watched you this afternoon. Uh, I thought you looked a bit, uh, you know, peculiar. Um, Isma! I don't know what you're doing at that, uh, you know, pauper's burial. Ooh, mean Gene. He shouldn't have a proper a pauper's burial. Or a proper pauper's burial. That's hard to say, brother. He shouldn't have been buried at all. I could have saved him. Ugh, i in ya. Uh, I think you think a better good story. You know, something told me you were up to no good. Ah, don't try any rough stuff. I already warned you. I watched you. Please are on their way. Bring it over to cover like that. I knew you were up to something. But, um, I never thought. It's cause... I've missed that dot, dot, dot. Sorry. Yeah, I kind of trailed <laughs> off there, you know. It's because I, do. it's because I let him get buried alive, and I was ashamed. Don't let him get buried alive for a measly 50 pounds. Now he's dead. Have you seen my porno? Uh, I didn't realize Hulk Hogan was a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> All my characters are a hillbilly. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, um, did you come out a little bit or something? I think you did. Now, uh, let's get a better look at you. You don't look like a grave robber. Oh, brother, I'm not. Listen, brother. Uh, what's he to you? This fellow, uh, you know, we buried today. Nothing except I'm responsible for his death. I touched him. He's cold. Cold as death. You gave him the coronavirus? 
Uh, that's right. So I put the ground, right. touched him, touched him. Now he's been in the ground for a few hours. You know, they don't stay cold like that. Sometimes we get an exhumation, or you know, I gotta dig him up. You know, that's how we do it. Look for the right label. Be surprised how cold they get. Ooh, he is dead, isn't he? I brought this mirror with me, brother. Look, no breath. Look, look. Ah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's been in the morgue for like two days, you know. Get in the burial, you know. Now that's when I how about you, man? You know, I want to go home. He was dead all right when they buried him. Oh, but not when the ambulance took him to the morgue. You see, I know. Uh, you know, uh, was he like a relative of yours or something? I didn't even know he existed until two days ago. The Hulkamaniacs told me. I've been trapped in the streets looking for work because I... I got fired from the WWEF. I don't want to go home. Oh, brother, if you could call that one room Lil and I occupy a home, it was still ringing in my ears the thing she shouted at me when I left there. Now I've done come to the end of my tether. I pawned everything. Look, look, even the wedding ring. You slipped on my finger in the church. What did he say? All the... I slipped on your finger in the church? <laughs> no, you slipped the wedding ring on my finger. Oh, wow. This is kind of got weird. <laughs> oh, God, that was weird. I don't understand that. Go on. I remember that in any video. What did he say? All thy worldly goods? Huh, that's a laugh. You were going to you were going to share all your worldly goods, were you? Well, if you don't get some money or a job, I'm walking out. Do you hear? I'm walking out on you. And I'll go, and I'll live with my sister. At least I'll get some warmth and three square meals a day. Oh, don't say that, brother. It was my fault. I fell sick, and then I got back up and won the match anyway, because that's my thing. And I couldn't work in the factory anymore. I've tried there, I really have. Everywhere I go, the Hulkamaniacs are after me. And then say there's no vaccines. How about uh, the vacancies? <laughs> or f- vacancies. I don't know. There's no there's no vaxxers everywhere, my brother. There's no vacancies. <laughs> or vaccines. There's no vacant vaccines. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm going to beat you down if you don't stop. I thought I was I was the only one. I'm in character. Don't I stop. thought I was the only one I've been drinking around here, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> oh, you and me, we're going to tag team. <laughs> Anything vacant around here? I got a vaccine to take care of that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, by the way, we don't edit these. I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention that as well. We're already at 15 That's minutes. minutes. <laughs> We're only three pages in. Yes. Well, it's not my fault either. I warned you. I can take much more of this. I know, honey. I know. I'll get something today. I promise. Some vaccine. It was a promise I couldn't keep, brother. Pounding that pavement, brother. Watching the dislike and fear in the eyes of the world as I pass by all those vaccines. Fear that one day they might become like me, a Hulkamaniac. And then I see him. I was coming to Duke Lane's. Nothing on either side except a huge brick wall, brother. He was a short, fat little man. A really short, short, super fat. The fattest of the shortest men you ever saw. He was so short. He was like three, minus three midgets short. And he was about seven, seven hundred pounds fat, this guy. Brother, our steps blurred in the quiet thoroughfare. Did I mention he was short and fat? (laughs) 
and he was sneezing. <laughs> what was he stopping for? <laughs> Bless you, brother. Was he taking caution? Did he think me a gangster or something? No, I'm a wrestler, brother. I suppose I looked like something that had crawled out of a piece of cheese, but I was vaccinated. Err, <laughs> Hulk mad. Uh, uh. <laughs> he got on a train. Governor, are you all right? He no, can't he's shuffling. Be, what? Oh, he's shuffling. I, oh, he's I shuffling. Somebody had turned the sprinklers on, and I wasn't sure what was happening. Okay. He can't be. He's conked out. Doesn't seem to be any breathing. I wonder who he is, brother. He must have something in his pocket. Blimey. I never thought I'd say blimey. Look at his money. Must be 50 quid here at least. Oh, the Hulkamaniacs. They're on my side, poor swine. What good is his money now? I better call a cop. Well, if you don't get some money or a job, I'm walking on you. Do you hear? I'm walking out. Vince McMahon fired me, honey. There's nothing anyone can do for this poor swine. They'll never, they'll find him soon enough, brother. What does a guy do in a case like this? Beat it, you fool. Beat it with the first decent money you've had in months. Somebody hand me a steel chair. Somebody will find him. Run, brother, run. <laughs> Lil, you came to a dead stop. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you got some money? That's right, Lil. Two five-pound notes. Thirteen one-pound notes. And the rest in ten bob notes. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> but it all adds up, brother. Adds up quite nicely. Fifty quid and all. Oh, Joe, honey. I, how'd you get the money? You didn't go and do something silly, did you? I think we're supposed to be British, brother. But we don't sound... <laughs> neither you nor I. We sound British at all. Just like what? Rob a bank? I wouldn't know where to start, brother. But how'd you get it? I don't know if Hulk Hogan calls women brother. I just know if I say brother a lot helps me. Channel his voice. Remember, I told you, when I was in the sanatorium, there was this fellow there. He was vaccinated with some lung trouble by the name of Ted Brown. Yeah, I remember. Well, I lent him a quid. You lent him a quid? While I was... Uh, I don't know what a quid is. (laughs) Well, I was still drawing my wages, wasn't I? I still worked for the WWE. I was a bad guy then. We didn't know what the doctor would let me go back to the factory. Wasn't so bad then. All right, well, what about this Ted Brown? Well, I met him in the street, see? See, brother, he says he's been looking for me everywhere. Wanted to repay me my quid. Well, go on. Well, he had a wrestling job, and so he goes into this pub to have a drink. There's this bookie there, and Ted says he has a hot tip. 50 to 1, tag team match. It won, Lil. 50 smackers. Oh, Joe, 50 smackers? I love ya. Lil, Lil went to get some groceries and a couple bottles of beer. Just like that drunk who was around before <laughs> doing those advertisements. Probably met with him. Probably got some beers. Did some penicillin. I don't know. I sat on the bed. Had a further look at the wallet. Haven't it's, taken the money out. It's a vaccine. It's a penicillin. It's a vaccine. Uh, yeah, we like to do shots. I like shots of any kind. Yes. Go ahead, brother. Ever done vodka and penicillin shot? Yes. Figures. Uh, there were two. There were two pockets, both with plastic windows. First held a card that said Harold Maxted, twenty-six Fairley Street. Oh boy, brother, Ornsby. 
Then I looked at the second plastic window. There were strange words printed on the white card, brother. It said... Oh, he's still in the same paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dead, brother. I'm still talking. I, a subject to a form of cataleptic illness, which may appear to cause death. Vaccinations don't work on me. If I am found, please inform Dr. <laughs> Alfred Miller Ornsby. Six, six, four, one, Hulkamaniacs. No, no, it can't be. <laughs> not dead. Calyptic. What have I done? What have I done? They'll think he's... I must telephone. These words make no sense in these sentences. But Lil, she'll wonder where I've gone. I've given her all my money. You alright? I got a bit. Take these bottles from me, will ya? Joe, what is it? I lost my place. Hold on. What time is it, Lil? What? That sounds like me. (laughs) What time is it, Lil? I was like, you do the line. Oh, okay. I don't know. The pub's just open, so I'd say about six-ish. Why? Give me ten, Bob. Do you have any change? I need some silver. I gotta buy me some new tights. I have to telephone. I won't be long. What is it? I just have to telephone someone. You're not going gambling, are you? You haven't got the bug. You're not betting on tomorrow's races or anything like that, are you, Joe? There are all these bills to be paid. I know, love. I know. Hulkamania is gonna spread across the world. I don't need to gamble, but I need it, please. I'll be back in a little while. It's just that, you know, please, Lil. All right, here. <laughs> right. I believe someone's getting shoes on. Joe? <laughs> it's all right, love. Oh, we skipped that. <laughs> Boom. Bam. Close that door. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Will I be too late with the phone call? Did they bury this poor guy without knowing he was calyptic? Thinking he was dead? I think a cat got strung up. <laughs> this would be the number of the doctor in the wallet. <laughs> Hello? Can I speak to Dr. Miller, please, brother? Now, uh, 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 Dr. Miller has gone abroad. He's been away for the past six weeks. Abroad, brother? Oh, no. What will the Hulkamaniacs do? Have you taken over his practice, sir? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not a medical man. But, but, but if you're in need of a doctor, there must be plenty. No, 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 that isn't it. You don't know which hospital Dr. Miller was at? No, I, I'm afraid I can't help you. Mary! Mary! I must go to my wife and shop. Mary, I'll be there! Dinner's on the table. I'm sorry, brother. Thank you. And then another thought, brother, seeped into my brain. The Hulkamaniacs, they've inspired me. Underground, a long wooden box, and a man being buried. Being buried alive. Yes, I am a redneck sometimes. A shovel heaping earth on the wooden boards, brother. (laughs) Some birds flew overhead. (laughs) There must be Maxted in the telephone directory. There was 14 max deads. <laughs> Everyone alive and bad-tempered. No, 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 no. I have relatives who suffer from a cataleptic illness. I say, uh, I say a cataleptic illness. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps there are a few other max deads in the book. <laughs> Try them. I have. You're Mr. Zachariah Maxted. You're last on my list, brother. Well, well that I am. But, 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 well, I can't help you.
What now, Hulkamaniacs? You look along to the police and say, Look, I stole a man's wallet. Someone must be shoving him into a six foot of earth. What do I do, brother? I decided to sleep on it, because what else would you do when someone's about to be shoved into the earth but to sleep? That's a laugh. Oh, buried alive. Love you, Lil. Love. Please. Pinch and white. The script is confusing. <laughs> but I think... I'm supposed to be sleeping. Remember, this is written in 1964. Boy, boy, I don't know why you're talking in your sleep. They put me in a wooden box. And it's all your fault, Joe. Joe, it's all your fault. I'm struggling for breath, boy. Boy, boy, boy. They're going to bury me. Bury me deep. That's the pension white that you're talking about. Come on, come on. Not deep enough, Joe. Joe, Joe, get get me out of this, I say. I say or I'll make you suffer. Suffer here on Earth and, and, and in the beyond. You need a chicken hawk. <laughs> Hi, guys. Get three fives. Get the taste. Three fives by State Express. Get the taste of international success. Click subscribe. I need the likes. The taste that's uniquely three fives. Only when no expense is spared. And it's making can a cigarette taste so light, so smooth, so satisfying that it's going to cause you to click and like and subscribe. Three fives. Get the taste. The taste that the State Express has created for you. The taste that has made three fives the king-size cigarette of international success. Get three fives. Get the taste. Click and subscribe. Click that bell. Sorry. How's that into the YouTuber? <laughs> Brother. Who's the narrator? I think that's Laura, isn't it? No. I'm announcer, host, Lil, in short fat. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's well, Sabrina. It's about time, oh, Sabrina. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. finally got to pop back in this I'm... play. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> Joe Eilish had better do something about it pretty soon. Otherwise, the poor unfortunate cattle, 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 Gentlemen will be stiff with the cold. It, it's, it's not. He's not. He. They're gonna. He's gonna die. That's what I'm trying. But let us see what he does do. Death, death, brother. I don't know what to do. I died many times in my wrestling career. It's not pretty. But I always come back. Hulkmania is always behind me. It's been less than six hours since I saw that chap fall. Maybe he's still there. Maybe if I go back to Duke's Lane, he'll still be lying there. Joe? Oh, sorry, honey. I didn't want to wake you up. Well, it's the middle of the night. Where are you going? I won't be long, brother. No, Joe. You're not going anywhere. I thought you'd been acting strange. Oh, Joe, I know I've nagged and I threatened you, but it was only because you were getting so down, so beaten. I love you, Joe. Otherwise, you... Ain't all that. I'm just here to grab some oil, rub all over my nipples for the audience. You know what, Lil? I'll tell you. Then you'll see why I have to go. And so I told her brother, told her the whole story, the whole Hawkamania thing, of how I rubbed a man, robbed a man, and <laughs> and I rubbed him too. I rubbed him, and then I robbed him. It wasn't gay though. I thought he was dead. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> what? A uh, corpse. <laughs> they had no use for the fifty quid in his wallet. I sure wish somebody would tell me what a quid is. So you see. I got to find him. I find out where they're taking him. They'll think he's dead, Lil. They'll think he's dead, Lil. Dead. Give me a minute. 
Well, they think he's dead. Okay. It's because I rubbed the dead man. <laughs> you said it because you said it was better. I rubbed uh, and I robbed him. I rubbed, robbed him. Oh, Joe. We call that a rub, rub. Joe, Joe, someone will have found him by now. He's probably laying in bed fast asleep. People who have these sort of fits, they recover. No, they don't. After I found all the Maxteads I could, I went to the library and I looked him up, brother. Unless they get assistance, they can only stay that way for days. By then, they will bury him, and you'll know what that makes me. A murderer, brother. I'm letting a man die for 50 quid. Oh, no, Joe. What have you phoned the police station? What have you called the Onsbury police station and tell them? I pronounced it Ornsbury. Well, I'm going to pronounce it Onsbury. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. Ever rubbed a dead man? <laughs> no, and I don't plan on it. Okay. Ever oh, no, vaccinated don't... a dead man? <laughs> uh, I once rub robbed a dead man. <laughs> Anyways, it so... was a chicken hawk. <laughs> Now say, boy, 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 I'm saying to you. <laughs> they will call you a thief and put you away. Look, I'm getting dressed and I'm coming with you. Where did you say it was, Duke's Lane? <laughs> Joe, let's pray he's still there. I'm glad that train stopped for us. <laughs> it might be worse. <laughs> he might have died for lack of attention. That's why I got the Hulkamaniacs, because I would die for lack of attention, too. Let's pray someone saw him. And took him to the hospital, and they realized he wasn't, wasn't dead. Like my TV show with the boat. It's a cop. It's a bit nippy this time of morning, isn't it? You're up late, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> there was a little commotion in Duke's Lane a few hours ago, so my friend Phyllis told me something happened in Duke's Lane. Oh, yes. Yes, just because before I came on duty. Postman saw a bloke lying in the lane here. Drop dead. Dead? They sure he's dead, brother? Shows the police surgeon said. You mean Why? the police surgeon? That's what I said. The police surgeon said. Uh, a uh, boy, boy, boy. The police surgeon, not sergeant. This, the police surgeon. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, boy. I think we got a little bit of communication here that's just uh -huh. not working. Well, I know nothing about it. Well, we don't know anything about it either. It was just that. We wondered if it was anyone we knew. That's all. Oh, well, I believe they've identified him all right. If you knit around to the station, they may be able to tell you. So I'm going to get a sweater while I'm there. <laughs> so they don't understand. What are we... <laughs> so what do I need to knit? You... Around to the station, that's what I said. Uh, so am I making a scarf for the station? That's a big scarf, brother. Well, anyways, I don't think it's anyone we know. Come on, love, it's too cold to stand here chatting. Let's get up to bed. You two married? Yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm hitting this one. <laughs> you should have been in bed ages ago. Good night. Or rather, good morning. Let's go to the police station, brother. Let's uh, look at that giant <laughs> scarf. Uh, he's an early riser. She told me so. No, no, no. You'll have oh, to entertain about mind. the wallet. <laughs> Besides, this policeman doesn't really know. But Lil. It's no good, Joe. We're going home. Come on. Some more coffee, Joe? No, thanks, Lil. I'm just going to uh, suck down these steroids. It's no good. We got to go to the police. We committed murder, brother. It's two days now. I didn't sleep a wink all night last night. I had a steel cage ring match, 
I kept having nightmares, hearing Max, hearing Max Dead's voice pounding in my brain, brother, like the big show pounding on my head. Tell me to save him before it's too late. Now, 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 boy, boy, you're the only one who can save me, Joe. You're the only one. They're burying me this afternoon. They're putting me in a coffin and covering me with dirt. If you allow this to happen, you are a, a murderer, murderer, Joe. A murderer. Do you hear me, boy? Boy, I keep saying, you're a murderer. You'll be punished. Punished. I say you'll be punished. He kept saying, boy, boy, boy. You'll be punished, boy. Oh, he said I'd be punished, too. But you said yourself, it's only a nightmare. All right, don't you go. I will. I'll say that I knew what his name was. No, I, you're supposed to ask me. <laughs> no. What's what? my name? <laughs> say my name. TLC. <laughs> no, boy, that was Disney's child. Uh, same thing. I think I think his name was Maxted. Harold Maxted. All right, then. I'll say I know him and that he's cataleptic. That's it. I'll go. Shh. <laughs> Silent pause. <laughs> I think there's a ghost in here. Uh, excuse me. Hello? Aren't you the young lady I saw down Duke's Lane the other night? That's right. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. You know, we were talking about someone who dropped dead the afternoon. Were you able to identify him? We we were able to identify him all right. Why? Well, he's cataleptic. He's not really dead, you know. Oh, don't be funny. I've got a hot card here. They're burying him this afternoon. He is the Olmsberg Mutuary Cardiac Failure. <laughs> Why are they Caribbean now? <laughs> that is not Caribbean. That is how I say Cardiac Failure. <laughs> this is the release. They put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> they went this... from French to French-Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> I like to travel. Do not be jealous. This is the release for the body. For it to be buried, signed by the police surgeon, Dr. Herbert Spencer. He may have been cataleptic. I don't know about that, but he died of heart failure. Being buried in a pauper's grave at Onsbury Cemetery this afternoon. Didn't die of heart failure, indeed. Ha, not dead. <laughs> well, maybe I am being a bit silly. Thank you, Constable. Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs> sure he's dead. The death certificate was signed by the police surgeon. I don't understand why there's a police surgeon. What does Copper know about cataleptics? If the doctor had known, brother, he was a cataleptic. I'm going to go stop the burial. You can't, Joe. You can't. Once you tell the police about the wallet, where are you going to go, Joe? I'm going to jump off this top rope. I don't know. I'll get drunk with the uh, with the uh, uh, the narrator. <laughs> That's a good time. Even my glass of beer went south in my mouth. I have bought it, brought it. I have bought it with the blood money. The blood money that Harold maxed it. I left the pub brother and walked. They were burying him in the pauper's grave, were they? I didn't ask my feet to move towards the cemetery. It seemed they didn't belong to me. They were burying him as I got there. A minister, gravedigger, old man, guy used to do my cartoon. Obviously the caretaker 
and the police sergeant. I don't know where the police sergeant was. I want to shout, don't. Don't put him in the grave, brother. He's not a corpse. He's alive. He's my tag team partner, but I couldn't. Those three stripes on the copper sleeve seem to represent the number of years I might get for stealing and rubbing a dead man. (laughs) (laughs) I ran from the cemetery as as though I was running from the vengeance of Max said himself. Although, three years for killing somebody really doesn't seem like a whole lot. But I guess in 1964, that was a big fear. Hey, Joe. Oh, oh sorry. We forgot the door opening. Um, well, hey, Joe. They buried him last. <laughs> I waited for the door to close before I started talking. I saw him do it in a cheap wooden coffin, brother. Ha-ha. It's funny to me. LOL. Maybe it's a good thing the coffin was a cheap one. Maybe the coffin maker gutted it. Maybe there are holes in it. Maybe the poor swine will be able to breathe, brother. I had a hard time breathing when I was in the wrestling ring in the 50-man tag team match. What was that thing called? Royal Rumble. Yeah, we did a show on it. 50 measly knickers. 50 measly knicker. The knickers is our underwear. 50 rotten pounds. I wouldn't want 50 pairs of underwear. I turned myself into a murderer. I'll let you in on that, too. They will say you're part of the conspiracy, brother. What have I done to you? What have I done to us? Nothing, Joe. All right. So you pinched his wallet when you were both start when we were both starving. No one can have you up for murder. That's besides the point now, isn't it, Lil? You don't know Vince McMahon. He's down there struggling for breath, isn't he? Not Vince McMahon, but but Max dead. He won't be struggling for long. I don't know anything about cataleptics, but you can't be nailed inside a coffin under six feet of earth long. Look out the window, Lil. It got dark already. Well, it's winter, Joe. I know the grave, Lil. I'm going back, brother. Joe. You're not going to stop me, brother. I'm going back. I'm going to get him out of that grave, brother. Please, Lil. I've got to. Call the big show for me. He can give me a hand. No, Joe. I'm going to come with you. No, I couldn't bear that. I'm trying to get mankind to come with me. I got to do this on my own. Oh, never mind. I'm not trying to get mankind to come with me. Well, suppose. Wrong. Well, suppose he's too heavy for you. You're not strong, Joe. Well, that's why I was going to get mankind <laughs> to come with me until the script told me that I'm not getting mankind to come with me. But, but Lil, it's a pauper's grave. They don't take much trouble with him. Why a pauper? All that money in his wallet. That makes it worse, doesn't it, brother? Maybe they couldn't raise his relatives. What with his doctor gone away and everything. Here, Lil, get my hammer out of the drawer. I normally use it for wrestling. It's got that thing on the end for pulling nails out. And that, and that piece of mirror, brother. All right. Here, I hope you're right that you know what you're doing. Were you just changing the sheets? (laughs) That's not a good time. It's the only way, Lil. The only way. And and here I am in it. And it's too late, brother. He'd be dead, all right. Uh, blimey, young man. I I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. No, not for nothing. Just a minute. What did you say this uh, bloke's name was? Maxted. Harold uh, Maxted. Uh, no, it's not. What, brother? Uh, this bloke's name is Sidney Fraser. Are you sure it's the same bloke? I'm positive, brother. I know it's the same broke bloke. And he was broke. Uh, yeah, you are broke. You lost yeah, your wallet. I'm broke. He actually wasn't broke because I took all the money out of his wallet. But his accusing face follows me around, sleeping and waking, brother. Oh, uh, well then, young man. Come and have a look with me. Oh, we don't have as much of a tombstone, these poppers. There you go. See? Sidney Fraser, born uh, February uh, 6th, 1920, died uh, December the 5th, uh, 1967. I told you everything, brother. 
They've given him the wrong name, brother. Well, then you better tell that to the police constable. I'm sorry about this, uh, young man. I warned you. I thought I was too old to take you on my own when you started opening that grave. I, uh, I ran to the cemetery office and uh, phoned the police. Oh, well, brother, my career's over anyway. It's almost a relief in a way. Hello? What's going on here? Oh, it's you again. Your missus was in the police station this morning with some nonsense about... Eh? Uh, it's nice to see your French again. Digging up a grave, are you? <laughs> I like to travel. There's something fishy going on. Yeah, it's probably the voodoo that you were doing. Then I... <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, keep going, it's alright. Just gonna sit here and wait for you to dig up the grave. Come on, Frenchie, we don't have all day. When I told my sergeant that your wife came in and we were burying someone who's cataleptic and who's not dead, he nearly shingled me. Said I should have taken four particulars. Said I ought to change you both for causing a public nuisance. Or charges. I got to hot. It's okay. I got to I got to quit that says she won't do that. I don't know how much that is, but I got to quit. Are you going to change us at the same time, brother? No, we need to take turns. Hillbilly Hogan and I are going to like take care of this. It's all right. I'm going to change you as often as I change my accent. So frequently. This fella Sydney Fraser had had hot trouble for years. Sometimes an ordinary hospital had the pleasure of his company. More often than not, it was a prison hospital. Our police sergeant warned him he hadn't had he hadn't had long to live. Your wife, <laughs> your wife. Hmm. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> that lady comes in with a cockable story. We're burying him alive, as if we didn't know him. Sidney Fraser. In his day, he was the finest pickpocket in Orange Bay. Uh, pickpocket, brother? Yeah, why only the other day we had a complaint from Mr. Max Dead that someone had stolen his wallet. Bloke accosted him at a bus stop and started running. From his description, we knew it was Sid. <laughs> yeah, brother! He picked Max's pocket. He wasn't a cataleptic. He was a pickpocket. <laughs> yeah! You'd better pull yourself together. Oh, no, what are you doing here and why is this grave open? Uh, that's right, Constable. Uh, you see, our young friend here got a bit mixed up. Uh, I opened the grave to show him he was mistaken about everything he was saying. Then why did you ring the police and say there was a suspicious character? Looking in the cemetery. Well, you see, it seems I was mistaken. That's all, Constable. You know, you and your 50 accents, in fact, uh, we were both mistaken. I thought you were French, but you were Haitian. You know, I mean, same. Weren't we, young man? I mean, big <laughs> bucket, oh, oh, cataleptics, you know, all those things. Ha! <laughs> ha! Redneck Hogan, out! Well, blimey. Someone should have told our mate Joe that pilferaging off cataleptic gentlemen is a most grave offense. In fact, it's likely to incur a very stiff penalty like walking the plank. 
Hi guys, it's me again. Get three fives, get the taste. Three fives by State Express. Get the taste of international success. Click and subscribe. That's how I get my success. The taste that's uniquely three fives. Only one, no expense is spared. In its making, can a cigarette taste so light, so smooth, so satisfying that it gets me likes and subscribes? Three fives, get the taste. The taste that State Express has created for you. The taste that has made three fives the king-size cigarette of international success, just like me, when you click below and get three fives, get the taste. Bye, guys! Ahoy! It's your host again. Just a reminder, mateys. Next week, we are going on another voyage. And where are we going? Through the creaking door, of course. Har, 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 har. Uh, sure again. The manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King Cigarettes invite you to listen, click, and subscribe again next Saturday at 9 o'clock when we will again present The Creaking Door! Like and subscribe below! <laughs> uh, they asked for 15 minutes. We gave them an hour and a half. <laughs> You're welcome, Podfix. <laughs> Bonus show. Uh, so JL's quirk was a request by me. <laughs> oh, there was uh, a request. I got to From be. Kronk. Kronk. Who was your other character? Uh, the man's voice was... Jimmy uh, Stewart? That's right. Yeah, there you go. Did you have another part? Yeah, I got to be Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, yeah. Maxted. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I knew that. Now, 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 boy. Boy, who were you there other than, uh, that's right, that's right, Hillbilly Hogan. Hillbilly Hogan. <laughs> He's my own <laughs> creation. Laura, you were a sleepy pirate. No, no, that no. was just Laura. <laughs> yeah. I was a pirate for I'm the pirate. host. Uh, my short, fat guy was Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> um, super short, super fat, I believe, was the description. Yeah, I think that's how. Uh, In the script, I think that's how Southern? it was written. Um, I was a redneck for Lil, and Darth Vader was the announcer. I thought that was Kylo Red. Oh, then I did your last one there. Oh, was, uh, was that me? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so you were a YouTuber for the yes. cigarette ad. Yes, for the advertisements. And then the Haitian French person. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I, mean, I can't really... I mean, in their defense, Creole is a variation of French. Mm -hmm. It is. It is an angry Frenchman. And I can't do either one of those accents, so I can't say anything. <laughs> I can't either, but I'm still going to pick on it. <laughs> yeah, and then my narrator... Was drunk uncle. Was a drunk. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, we won't keep you much longer, Podfix, but you can check <laughs> us out. five minutes. <laughs> We're Podcast 42. You can find us on all the podcatchers. Uh, peace out. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. Jail Chers. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch ya, flippity flop. Gong. <laughs> <laughs> People haven't listened to that episode. <laughs> I'm probably thinking... Oh, <laughs> she needs <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. But things are changed or added or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. 
In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.